When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Ari, here. This is Christina Williams. It's Dawn Staley. I'm Miles Ehrlich. It's your girl, Jasmine Baker, here. And you're listening to About That. About That. About That. About That. So you know you gotta stay locked into About That with your boy, B. Terrell. Deuces. Hey y'all, hey y'all, hey y'all. <laughs> that sounded like somebody walking into like a grocery store or something in the morning. Um, I'm from a small town, so we speak when we walk into the store. Anyway, good morning everybody. Welcome to another episode of About That. I am your host, B. Terrell. And it is so, it is so, such a good feeling for you all to be listening to me again for another episode. So, uh... It's been, it's, it's been, it's been a long week. It's been a long week. I don't even know what's happened or what is happening. But what I do know is that we got some WNBA preseason action happening already. And the girls are coming to show you that, hey, I'm trying to get that spot. Uh, we had some news that dropped this week as well. So it's, it's, uh. Things are mo- things are in motion and getting ready for the tip off of the 26th WNBA season next week in exactly a week. So I'm excited about that. And um, haha, you see what I did there about that? <laughs> clap for me, clap for me. But no, seriously. Um, uh, so far the 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 preseason games we've had a few, we've had several actually that have tipped off. And uh, Ryan Howard is Ryan Howard. She's doing her thing. Elena Della Dawn is back. And she's been, you know, putting in that work. And, you know, she she's had some solid performances to start off the preseason little schedule there. Um some of the some of the other rookies, um, Ivina Westbrook, Olivia Nelson Adota have had solid performances as well. Olivia Nelson Adota had that double double in her first uh professional action. So hey, like LA LA Mike got a little sleeper out there in Olivia. So um Avina is also a good one. Um there's been I know a lot of videos going around about her, a lot of uh, interviews with Coach Noel Quinn in regards to her work ethic and how she's there before practice, what she's doing after practice, what she's doing during practice, getting those extra reps in. And so it sounds like she's making their decision a lot harder uh, in regards to, you know, fighting for a roster spot because, hey, she's putting in that work and she's performing doing those games. She's 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 kind of forcing their hand. So um, shout out to Avina who's doing her thing out there in Seattle. Alicia Gray 
had a great game for the Wings. Uh, Marina Mabry did as well. So there have been some good performances. Obviously, a lot of the teams are still missing some players because of international commitments or their nursing, their nursing injuries and things like that. Atlanta um, is now down to a 12-man roster, but hey, it doesn't matter just yet. This isn't a guarantee of the final roster because with a week left to go before the season tips off, there's still there is still some time to get an extra body in there. As I reported yesterday, there's enough time to get an extra body in there to probably kind of tussle around a little bit for a spot but they do already have a 12-man roster so um so so hey the, the the pieces are moving really quickly as we ramp up this final week heading into uh the 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 tip off of the season and in regards to some news haha <laughs> It is official, as it was previously announced that, you know, there were the rumors of where this will be held. Um, the league officially announced that Chicago will be hosting this year's All-Star Game. And the game will be actually on a Sunday. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about going to Chicago. I've only been to Chicago once before, and it was a little cooler. So I didn't really get a chance to experience as much as I would have wanted to. It was a, it was a, it was kind of like a quick turnaround as well. So um, I always have heard that summertime in Chicago or Chicago in the summertime is really beautiful and a must experience type thing. So I'm looking forward to, you know, just fellowshipping <laughs> with all of the fans of the W and, you know, just having a great event. I'm Finally, I get to try the, this deep dish pizza that everyone's always talking about hopefully it's not a disaster because it looks like a casserole um no 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 <laughs> no shade to the chicago people um it's it's a big pie um i want to go to that popcorn place yeah because i didn't get any popcorn last time i had to settle for something in the airport and i don't think that that was the smartest decision so i'm really excited chicago's gonna be an amazing an amazing uh, area for All-Star. You know, it's been held in Vegas for the past couple of um, times that they had it in 2019 and then in 2021. Obviously, 2021 was a much condensed version because of, you know, still going through the pandemic. And we still are in a panorama, um, so don't get it twisted. But um, restrictions have eased up a little bit. Uh, and But I'm still wearing my mask anyway. Wear your mask! Anyway, but seriously... um. You know, the Chicago Sky are the defending champions and so the reigning champions. So for them to be able to have All-Star in their city, in their arena with their fans and bringing more fans and more eyes to them, this this would do well for the city, I think. So uh, congratulations to the Chicago Sky organization and the city of Chicago. We can't wait because it, sh it should definitely be a fun, a good time. <laughs> Let me know all the good food spots. So, I'm going to go grab me some coffee or something. Get me a little drinkity drink, as I always do. And I got some things I'm going to talk about with my next guest. And I think you all will really enjoy who I have. Just remember, I love you. And I'll be right back. It's us. It's us. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to About That. Why was that so loud? Let me start that over. Welcome back to About That. And I am being joined by a very, very, very special guest, Miss 
the WNBA is so, add some extra O's, important. Miss Ari Chambers, how are you today? Energy before wise, Brandon. Come you know. on, energy before wise. I love it. I love it. And you know what? Why well, put on my Mr. Movie Phone voice? Like, I could, this is family. I could be comfortable. Period. I, I, really, I mean, like, what, what, who are you fighting for? Right, you know right, I mean? right. So, how are you today? How, how's it going with you, Ari? It's a lovely day whenever you just write in front of my face like this. We love this fuzz. Oh, don't make me blush, darling. Don't make me blush. <laughs> but no, I really appreciate it. I thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be here Uh with me today and obviously we are at a week and a night away from no actually we are a week away from Uh the WNBA tip-off are you excited Uh, is that a question it's not injected in my veins I'm born for this Brandon born for it now I'm excited for the 26th season and especially like coming off the trajectory of the 25th like that's dope right everybody's invested now everybody's like what's going to happen next and we have that good energy from last season going into this season it's lit oh come on it's lit and so i think that's something that you know like you said that trajectory that trajectory excuse me hey guys it is still early so sometimes i might slip up over my words but the trajectory from last season the momentum is so crazy and i feel like also like last season coming off of a great tournament into a great 25th season we had mm-hmm. the same, another great tournament mm-hmm. going into another season, which I'm assuming will hopefully be just as great. So that's um, that's definitely something I'm looking forward to. And especially I'm looking forward to getting some sleep because the first few weeks I'm going to be some of everywhere as as will he you. Travels, y'all. He travels. You know, yeah. I get on a little plane here and there and okay. go from place to place. <laughs> so I, I do have a quick question just to go ahead and start. Do you mind just telling people a little bit about yourself for those who may be on a rock and don't know exactly who Ari is. You know, what's funny. I think I'm going to leave with this because I feel like a lot of people don't know what I am. Right. So, okay. um, I'm not, oh, just, I know what y'all are. You know, you know. You're beautiful. You're talented. You're brave. You're, smart, you. you're fearless. You're <laughs> a queen. Say, okay. And the crown always is her high, but I'm going to state this. I'm a journalist first. And then that's what a lot of, um, it gets lost in like in in the mess of things, but yes, I I have been heavily engulfed in WNBA um, my whole life. Well, it, since its inception, but actively working within in the past decade. I'm a mixed media journalist. I am a host. I am an amplifier of women's sports, and and I love what I do, and I and I love these players. And so, just think of me as the megaphone for these players' stories. Just think of me as the one who wants everybody to be seen and heard. And that's, that's my whole purpose. You know, that's, I, I've been very intentional and very clear about communicating that. And so that, that's a little bit about me, you know, your your favorite cheerleader, (laughs) just, just think of me as that. That was going to be, that was actually going to be my next question. Cause you mentioned megaphone and boom, you led right into it. Cheerleading. Do you still have a, did did you use a megaphone? Isn't that what it's called for the cheerleaders? So yeah, it's funny because my whole life, I never cheered for anybody until like, high school, college, like I was a competitive cheerleader. So even at NC state, I was on the competition team. And so it was just focusing on, uh, competing. That's what I love to do. I love competition aspect of it. I love the sport of cheerleading. So to answer your question, megaphones were when we had to do game day routines. Yeah, that's that they were used, but no, honey, we would stunt, tumble, jump and dance. Okay. Okay. So you said you're not, you're not new to this. You're true to this. So what, you know, going back to your cheerleading background, what's one of your favorite memories from your competition days 
Honestly, I, this is going to sound corny and like a little like train, like media train, but I like the growth of the sport itself. So like back when I first started, we had our three pleat skirts and, you know, we, we had cheers within the routine, but just to see the evolution of all-star cheerleading turn into something from like, uh, you know, all we have was like novice, intermediate and advanced. Now it's like level one through seven and it's just seeing that evolution. But I would say when we used to have to walk into competitions, we were really, really disciplined. Shout out to Kathy Bucky. We would have to walk in two lines with our like pinkies held and just no smiling, no talking, no nothing. Just that intimidation factor. And I love that. I love like coming up on something and be like, what? We're here. Oh, so you hold on. First, I'm trying to visualize two lines and your pinkies. So, yeah. So like two vertical lines as we walked in, like, you know how the single file line just have two of them and yeah. we would hold our teammates pinky and we would just walk through the competition area. And I love that. I love when you can give a nice pump and a nice stare down. Like that's like. My like fans. Gabrielle Union, um, hey, bring it on. Hey, but just think a little bit more organized with the same look. Okay, so y'all was y'all was giving a little bit of Rancho Cucamonga mixed with rock. We were East Compton, girl. We were East Compton. No, I'm just kidding. But um, no, yeah, very much, very much. Go Clovers. I love that. So I know a little bit about cheerleading. Were mm-hmm. you were you a flyer or? I was a flyer in a back spot. So. Uh, I have good body positions on my goofy leg, which is the opposite leg. And so I was able to pull things on the opposite legs too. Um, and then I also was a back spot cause I'm super tall. So I'm, one thing about me is I feel like falling from a stunt is a lack of pride. So whatever I gotta do, like, just think about it. There are three people holding up the top girl. If, if, if three people fail her, that's, that's a lack of pride. And so I, I loved being a back spot because I, anchor that stunt to make sure it stayed up and I was tall enough to grab above the knee which is a lot of people can't do so like I would just be like nah you're not coming down ask my teammates especially at NC State you're not coming down (laughs) so you went from anchoring cheerleading Mm -hmm. to now being such an anchor for all things W and women I'm on wordplay like so how did you make that foray I guess into obviously a journalist first Mm -hmm. um and you were a dancer for, uh, in mm-hmm. New York as well. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's when I first met you and I had, I saw the hair and everything. I was like, hey, oh, you were there for the blonde blonde days. That's the blonde. I was like, who is this queen here for, uh, for New York? And I'm like, okay. And then next thing I know, it's just like, just watching you from afar, because obviously, as I've mentioned, and those who know me, I started into covering the W. I, I started as a fan. I was a mm-hmm. fan. I kind of stumbled into oh, I remember. it. I always loved it. And so I just remember seeing you everywhere. I think All-Star in Seattle. Mm-hmm. All-Star yeah. in Minneapolis. Uh-huh. Was year, All-Star was in Connecticut, too. Uh, I don't. I wasn't there. My first. But I remember the one in Seattle. Seattle and I was like, Seattle. look at this queen work. 2017 that was still the blowout days but no I transitioned because I'm gonna keep it buck I had a lot of good people around me and I have uh, my my dad's a mass comm professor my mom's an English major I was communications and English double major and it was just always in my blood words Uh, okay you know one thing I can do is write and talk okay but um just knowing just being around the game so much and seeing the discrepancy because I would have to go to all the Knicks games and I would see how packed they'd be and then I'd go to the Liberty games I'm like it's the same arena I don't understand but just having the agency to be able to call up you know a a player shout out like Lasia Clarendon, Brittany Sykes, Shatoy Rocker Kimbrough, Sierra Birdie who allowed me to just come into the their rooms and talk to them on my phone and and post them online and and then shout out to my defiance at the time because 
I would go into locker rooms without, you know, any clear vision, just wanting to talk to people. I remember Batuli Camera at UConn, uh, she was reading a book during her national championship game. And I was like, everybody's over here talking to, you know, her teammates, but I'm like, I'm interested in why she's, the, you know, so focused in and so like scholarly at this moment in time. And so just delivering that. And then this was before, you know, everybody was comfortable with rapid fire, just like light things in, in personality pieces. So as I'm, I'm, you know, shout out to Michelle Vopel, like, cause she was getting them stories, right. And shout out to those those TV crews that had the big cameras, but I was just like, I'm here to kick it and, and show y'all's personality. So I would like learn their little dances or whatever. And Wayne Gathers um, would come with me and he would film it and we would, we would make it do what it do and, and just tell their stories and just have fun with them and showcase that, that we hadn't seen before. And, you know, it, it was hard because it wasn't a full team. So because I had introduced this, like, you know, you started out as a fan, y'all like, well, we need it from here. And so it was just, it was just running around trying to get what I can to listen to you all and what y'all wanted to see. And, and, and listen and execute, implement <laughs> everything. Strategize is what you did. And <laughs> for those that don't know, on April 5th, 2017, you tweeted. Yeah. WNBA is so important come on exact date come on exact date you know i got you know, i gotta do my research here you know <laughs> um what went through your mind when you tweeted that and then because that's around the time of what the seattle um all-star mm-hmm. you're you're like kind of in newer to that space of, sort of what went through your mind when you tweeted that and then how does it feel what four years later uh, five years later mm-hmm. to see the growth of not only just that tweet, but that tweet in action. Okay. Don't tell Twitter this, but it went on Facebook first. And oh, like, don't tell Twitter this TJ Brantley. Don't kill me. Kelsey. Don't kill me. But it went on Facebook first in 2016 when I, um, so the way the torch patrol works was just like the Liberty children. squad. we, we worked with the players a lot for the junior NBA camps and swing cash saying to the camp, if you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you got to wake up and pay attention. And I recorded oh, you it. You can't just say that without doing it to I'm the song. Can't nobody sing like you be Terrell. I'm not about to do it. But you know, Sister Act was very in full effect. She was running the kids, running the girls. And so I put it on Facebook and that was the first time I said the WNBA is so important. So I'm guessing on April 5th, something had happened with the player that I was like, oh, that's important. And, and I tweeted it out. And then it's funny because I didn't even realize how often I had tweeted it, but it got to the point where every time there would be an action of a player um, doing something great that on or off the court, I would post about it on Twitter and say the same thing, like same way with energy. I didn't realize how often I had said it. I get in the habit of like saying things over and over again. So it was nothing more than an organic way to showcase these players in a, in a great light. And then people started tweeting like videos and things like that, that were affiliated. So it was really dope to see it catch on. It was, it was, it was for us, by us. Come on, FUBU. Um, so, so you say something must've been going on and I'm trying to think what, what could have possibly been going on? April 2nd was the NCAA National Championship game. Mm-hmm. South Carolina defeated Mississippi State mm-hmm. in 2017. Obviously, the players who played in that game had 48 hours to declare for the draft. I know you have a relationship with Kayla Davis. Mm-hmm. And so I know maybe it was when she, when it was announced, you know, because everyone was thinking, are they going back to school? Are they going to declare because they were eligible? 
So maybe on the fifth, you know, 48 hours from the second would be the fourth. So maybe it was revealed on the fifth that she had declared for the draft and you was like, boom, the WNBA is so important. Here we go. We're going to give it to Kayla. We're going to give it to Kayla. That's the story and I'm sticking with it. So shout out to Kayla Davis. You helped Ari. Yes. Period. You heard it here first. Lisa has found out why the WNBA Started. Boom. Okay. We put it all together right there. It <laughs> changed my mind. <laughs> so now obviously you see that there is so much of a cry for expansion. The women's game is in such an insane place right now on the court with the level of production. We yeah. have these athletes that are taking control of their narratives. They're creating, they're, they're telling their stories. And obviously now in the days of NIL, you know, we see, look, these, these players are making some bank. Who are some, and I don't want you to have to single anyone out, but I kind of do. Give me five, like off the top of your brain, like just some of the exciting stories that you've seen from some of the, or maybe three, we'll do three for Mm -hmm. the sake of time. We'll do three, like of the exciting stories that you've seen from this college season. And then maybe three stories that you're looking for going into the WNBA season. So going back to NIL, I I love the deals that the players are able to do. I loved, um, you know, obviously your fan base is heavily South Carolina. So what I loved was seeing like, you know, Zaya get a Fenty deal and being able to provide for the team. It was Zaya, right? Yeah, the guy Zaya. That mm-hmm. Come on, skin. Team. And, and just, just being able to give back or like showcase like, hey, I can be, you know, in the top five. I think she was number two most lucrative player, like, acquiring all this wealth as as a businesswoman as she's playing basketball so i love those storylines i love the investment and the alignment of brands like h&r block and and they're not paying me to say this obviously but it's just like and and like with you know i'm gonna go there with Paige. i think that she's a great human and i and i love that blessings are coming her way and she has you know stock x deals so just being able to integrate um those deals in Aaliyah boston with uh, under armor that is able to give back if there's so many deals that are coming into play and and that's that's what's so special is because now you can make money off your likeness and then um let's see i love because i'm i'm biased i'm gonna stick with this the nc state in their reign um the elisa kunane reign has been really great and seeing how like diamond was able to come over and and be such an asset i love how um you know you see the rest of them coming into their own and really putting on and and showing that north carolina is the basketball state because you have nc state duke carolina awake like all the acc teams really really shine and so i i, I love the the rise and and reign of nc state women's basketball and um let me think of like i, I love the investment in HBCUs or the attention. I'm not even going to say investment because I think we have a long way to go. So the attention uh, of HBCUs of the moment, and I hope that it's not just a trend. I hope that it's like seen as not a charity. I hope it's seen as, hey, these are just dope programs to go to and and continued investment in that. I want to see more um, player stories being told. I want to see us get away from the laziness of dependency on the bigger names. Um, that's, that's something that, uh, has always been a thing for me. I don't want to rely on, uh, just the top three programs. I think there's so many stories to be told about, especially mid-major people. I I'm guilty of relying, uh, relying on East coast, maybe like see what's going on, uh, in the PAC 12 conference. If, if you don't want to go the mid-major route, but just figuring out everything around the country, I know this is like a very vague um, answer to your question, but just in general, player stories matter. 
um, I actually want to dive in. It's not, it's not a happy story, but to dive in why there's so many suicide cases popping up. I want to figure out the mental health aspect of that and, and figure out what's going on um, with the, this generation in particular. Like, is it that we just didn't know it was happening in our generation or is it really getting escalating? Like, is, is it escalating to the point where it's just, just like now second nature for people to, to, to decline so rapidly that that's their only alternative. So I really want to do a think piece on that. You know, those, that was a perfect response to my question because all, all of those stories matter. And mm-hmm. being able to tell the stories, like you said, outside of the, the bigger names um, yeah. in the various markets or the bigger names in the league, it's, it's, it, we, we're doing, I feel like we're doing a disservice by only consistently championing the same stories. Yes, their stories deserve to be told as well, but at the same time, also still get some of these others out. And, and that was very- That's why I love what y'all do, what y'all do when y- y'all get um, players in your Twitter spaces because- um, these are players like Diamond, Diamond Johnson is like somebody who I would say a bigger company would overlook, but mm-hmm. she does work like, you know, she's clutching. I, I, I want to know all the things. I want to know why she was able to be such a great fit. I want to know why um, there was that stint where she didn't play within the tournament. I want to know these things. And so for you to be able to give them that exposure, it's so necessary in this space. Appreciate and it, appreciate you it. like take it on your upon yourself you don't have to wait for your yes i always tell people don't wait for their yes and y'all didn't wait for your yes and you see how additive it is into the space yes no no pun intended the space <laughs> i like what come on i like what you did there with your words now and i have to, i have to admit because so when i went to my first north carolina state obviously for those that know i grew up in durham north carolina a little bit and then I moved to South Carolina. So that's how I'm kind of torn between Duke <laughs> and South Carolina. But I went to my North Carolina State game, uh, the first game of the season, South Carolina versus North Carolina women's basketball. And y'all already had me singing. She had me bop into this. Uh, are the red and white. That one was like, dun, dun, go to hell. <laughs> Just that. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so catchy. I try to not to say it out loud publicly, whatever. But when, when your band is playing it, I'm in my head bopping and waiting for that part. Go to hell. Now, what's... Which Carolina are they talking about? Are they say going to hell, Carolina? Nobody in the ACC is worried about South Carolina. So it's like, it's definitely like a North Carolina thing. You know, our rivalry is with UNC. Good, good. So, yes, <laughs> that's, that's mm-hmm. great. Go to hell, Carolina. Go <laughs> Duke all day. <laughs> but no, I'm a no. Duke, I'm a, my dad went to Duke. I okay. went to state. It was anything but UNC for me. But shout out Deja Kelly because that program is about to be lit again. I don't like the days where UNC isn't like elite, you know? Like, I don't yeah. like the days when UNC isn't raining, even though like I'm not a UNC girl, but I just, I like consistency here. I like consistent dominance. I, I, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. I, I can feel that now. So we talked about <laughs> what do you expect to see from uh, this season in regards to stories. Now when the time comes out, the play, what is your hot takes that you think gonna happen this year and this season? Your juiciest, steamiest hot take. So I don't even think that they're hot takes. I think that we're going to, I understand she's the number one draft pick, but knowing uh, what I know about her preseason performances, Ryan Howard's a problem. She's a problem. And I didn't realize how quickly her game would transition into, to the league. So having Tanisha Wright as a coach, I'm just, I'm, I'm, Interested in seeing how Atlanta, I know that I'm preaching to like the choir here because you look like you've got a human I'm not saying this because I'm on your podcast, but I'm interested to see how Atlanta comes together culturally and controls all the talent that they have and figuring out like um, how they can be a successful program because they have had a few rough years 
And so, I mean, it's a it's a huge loss to me for Elizabeth Williams, because how can Monique Billen step at? Um, step up? How can Cheyenne Parker come back from, um, you know, just birthing a beautiful child? And so that with with the talent of Ron Howard, how is Nas Hillman going to translate her game? Because you know, she has a long way to go too. But like um, Ryan has been killing preseason. And so I want to see her continue that within the, the league. I want to see culture is like a big thing for me. So like LA, how is David Fisher going to put all these personalities together to make for a winning culture? And then adding Emma Meesman to Chicago. That is a cheat code. Like, what are we, like, what? That's crazy to me. Like, so successful. It just, she's so smooth with it. Like, and I want MJ to come back to New York because, like, I love her game too. She's so super. Like, she's like, if I want to watch basketball highlights, I would just want to watch hers all day long. So, Maureen Joannis, I, I want to see you back in New York. Like, the return of Asia Durr, see how they, they come back from, you know, two years, three years, not playing basketball consistently. Um, and I'm, I'm sad for Paris key. Cause I really want to make that team, but like um, just, just figuring it out culturally with all these teams. Uh, I don't really have necessarily hot takes with that, but I, I do know that my, my, what's going to be looming over my head is uh, Phoenix without BG, the league without BG, cause we need to bring her back home, but that's the huge hit for Phoenix. But you know, they'll be playing with a chip on their shoulders. Skylar is a super competitor and, and, and seeing that like these, these players are coming to the end of their reign, not, not Skylar, like, you know, Sue and Syl are retiring. Like, will D, will DT retire? Like there are so many things bouncing off my head, but my main staple for this season is see how cultures come together, how the teams come together and create a culture. And is it going to be a, a winning culture? Okay. I like that. I like that. And yes, definitely. Um, there's going to be a, a big void in the league this summer until, um, or just in general until we can get BG back. But most importantly, her, her being home, that's the most important thing. So whether she's playing or not, her being home is, yeah. that's paramount. Um, yeah. So, you know, the, the girls is booked and busy, y'all. So I got to let Ari go. No, 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 no. Before, oh, hold on. Before I get to my next part, I mean, okay. We're gonna play a little fun game. Okay. I don't got a name for it yet. I'ma just call it uh the about that rapid fire. <laughs> okay, about that. I, I like that. That felt like Kel just now from um all that for Keenan. Okay, Kel. yes. <laughs> but come on. But before everything else, um, before we do that, basically what you said at the beginning just makes um just just further supports my what some people think is a hot take at Atlanta dream will be the WNBA champs this season. I did not go that far. Oh, wow. Can't wait to oh, see wow. you all at the parade. You take them out. Wow. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's true. You know, it's true. And I'll see you there at the parade. We'll be on the float together. Okay. Ridiculous. Just okay. ridiculous. <laughs> so now I'm going to ask you some fun questions before I let you go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always a pleasure talking to you and I'll see you sometime over the next couple of weeks. But You'll um, literally see me in like two days, but right. yeah. Oh yeah. Boom. So, <laughs> Go to music when you're getting ready. Oh, the trap, the trap, the most ratchet thing that you would never think that I would listen to. I can't tweet it out because people, you know, but you know, the real me, uh huh. You know, uh-huh. I, you know, if they know, they know, and I know, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm I'm all about the trap. I'm from the south, like, what you talking about? <laughs> it's lit. It's lit. Okay. <laughs> all right, your favorite ice cream. So I am lactose intolerant, but mm-hmm. I love coffee flavored ice cream. Okay. 
Okay, so it's it's um it's but mint vegan. chocolate chip is great too, and f all the mint chocolate chip haters because mint chocolate chip is from the gods. But mint chocolate chip or coffee. Okay, so I, that was actually going to be my next question, and you, there's only one right answer. Favorite Girl Scout cookie. Thin mints. Okay, I'm gonna ask you again. Favorite Girl Scout cookie. Thin mints. Oh my god, why didn't you say Samoas? Samoas are great too. Like Samoas are close second, but thin mints. Okay. How you gonna how you gonna take like I just said I love mint chocolate and it's from the gods and you are gonna be disappointed when I follow up with them. I'm just, I'm just disappointed already. Like oh my god. Anyway, favorite vacation spot. Uh, I I love any part of Mexico <laughs> and I love Hawaii. We see we see the uh, Mexico Mexico is my yearly trip. Mexico is definitely my yearly trip, but I had the most fun in Hawaii and I surfed and I skydived and it was just great. And I, I would do it again. Um, I know tourism right there is a little controversial. So I'm gonna steer clear until um, the people of the land want us back, but I, I love Hawaii. Yeah, that's on my, that's, I'm trying to do this quest for 50. And I think that that's gonna be the last spot that I visit. Um, I dive there, 50 states, beautiful. But you know, I, I wanna wait till they welcome yep. us that happily. So mm-hmm. favorite comfort food? Collard greens. I can eat buckets of collard greens. It's very strange. Like I can eat buckets of them. Do you do hot sauce and vinegar on yours? Okay. So I don't know how to cook. So if it's already missed, I don't put anything extra on it. Like I just be going to different places where I love collard greens and they, I okay, they a, make it right. whenever I get from out of these sticks in North Carolina, I'm a, mm-hmm. and I move wherever I decide to move to, I'm about to have a good turn up um, house party and mm-hmm. I'm going to definitely have you a pot of collard greens and be good. Thank I'll you. do something without you. One thing about Ari, she cannot cook. She cannot boil water. She can't do anything in the kitchen. You know what? We're going we gonna to leave that alone. Okay. A nifty pass or a buzzer beater? Nifty pass all day. Nifty pass? Okay. Because that just means you're stylistically sound. That just means that's a part of your game. And buzzer beaters are luck. But that just means, like, if you, if, you got, if you can do a nice little pretty dime all the time, yeah. Okay. Okay. TLC or Destiny's Child? TLC. I was a left eye stan. And uh, I mean, and this is no shade to Destiny Shot, but like, uh, like, <laughs> I'm good at being bad was like what I listen to every morning. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Which is terrible um, to say. But the whole female album was my favorite. I know that's a little late in, in them, but like, I, I loved that. And then Red Light Special, you know. That's oh, yes. Too. And so, Definitely, definitely was a left eye growl. Um, my dad actually went on tour with them for a while. Like I grew up in the music industry, so like um, my dad was on tour with them for a second, and so I just grew up loving Dusty, uh, loving TLC. Oh, you got this, you probably got some stories. Oh, I can't wait for the chat. Um, my is very much involved in the music industry. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And last but not least, before I let you go, B Terrell or B Terrell? Go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> that's even better that's even better because if you know me as Brandon that means you know me <laughs> period. period thank you so much Ari for your time I really appreciate it this was so fun I'm, ex- I'm excited to have you on I can't wait to see you in a couple of hours couple of days whenever and right. keep doing everything that you do because the WNBA is so important you are so important and you are so loved and as always WNBA Twitter appreciates you I appreciate you and you're killing it I can't wait till the next time I'm on here. We about to be rapping for y'all. Oh. See, no, no, and no, she's gonna do that song no, from Sister Act too. Gotta keep me a big bank. Bro. Bro. Okay, yeah, you know, yeah. We give them too much bird activity today. Okay, we can. <laughs> Thank you, Ari. Thank you, Brandon. 
All right, guys, I am back, and that was Ari Chambers. That's my good sis. Hope you all enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, over the next few days, I'll be getting ready to get on the road and start the WNBA season. Uh, can't wait to see some of you out here in the various cities, and you know, I, I have a few games to catch. But um, it's exciting times. I got my fantasy roster. I don't know what I'm doing, but I got a fantasy roster. Um, hopefully, some people that I picked make the final rosters, but we're going to see. And um, make sure you all tune in next week, too, to the committee. Uh, the committee, if you're familiar on Twitter, on Twitter, we are having, we're hosting, I'm a part of that group, you know, ha, shout out to the committee. We're hosting a full week of WNBA tip-off twitter spaces we're gonna have some amazing guests some former players current players um uh like yeah just it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be dope and so hopefully you tune into us it's every day we're gonna drop a schedule really soon and we have some amazing prizes that will be included in giveaways too so that's um I, i'm looking forward to that part so yeah go and follow the committee on twitter and um Follow me on Twitter at NIG at It's B Terrell, I T S B T E double R E double L, and also follow the podcast on Twitter and IG. It's at About That BW, About That BW on both Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you tell your friends, tell their friends, tell their friends and their mama and them and all that good stuff. And you know, just shout your boy out. Go ahead and share the link to the podcast and stuff like that. But hey, whatever you do. Always make sure that you come back next week. And, um, yeah, with that being said, I'm going to go and enjoy the rest of this good Friday. And I hope you all have a safe one. Get ready for WNBA tip-off week next week. It's going to be fun and exciting. And if you see me out at the games, come and tap me on my shoulder and say, Hey, B. Terrell. I'm going to say, Hey, back to you. Uh, but, no, for real. Uh, y'all be safe. And until next time, peace out. It's your girl Mel, and you've been kicking it with B. Terrell on About That. And um, I'm going to need you to pull up every single week. But before you do that, make sure you subscribe, like, rate, and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Because it's going down each and every week. See ya!